Are you standing up today, Jeremy? I am standing up. Oh, look at you. Oh, I noticed that. I can stand up now. Stand up table. Yeah. I'm squatting. I just need my thing. Is that your new office? It's getting close there. Is that what it's going to be? Yes, it is. I didn't know you had a fireplace in your office. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? <laughs> is that what that is? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to the fifth episode of our special six-part season of Three and a Half Gentlemen. Usually we're the podcast where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis of movies for our private collections, while one of us tries desperately to keep up. But you, as you may have noticed, we spent the last five weeks diving into a show that premiered on Disney+. Plus. We'll still let you decide which host is a half, so sit back, relax, and join me, and as always, and my co-hosts, Jeremiah. This is where the fun begins. Eddie. Damn you, younglings. And Brandon. Order 66. <laughs> I got nothing else. All right. Well, just like normal, uh, we will answer the core question of our podcast. How many drinks does it take to get through the episode that we've just watched? Each episode will, uh, will have its own individual score. And at the end of the six episode season, we'll combine these scores and divide by six to give you a series That's score. coming up. Hmm, maybe divide by 24, actually. Why? Think about it. Math. Oh. I'm thinking. We'll still rate the episode based on a scale of 0 to 5. 0 being the perfect episode that you can watch a Stone Cold Sober, and 5 being sort of the episode that makes you want to revisit the worst Jedi haircut film in the franchise, which, by the way, I will rock. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, we're really, we're going back to episode two with the uh, single braid and the mullet. Like, that's where we're going. That's, that's the, that's, that's where we choose so to go. Many other, so many other. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I would rock it. Absolutely. I, mean, I thought they were going to bring me a Jake Lloyd. I'm like, where is he? This is podcasting. Too soon. <laughs> well, tonight we're flashbacking our way through the fifth episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. This episode finally provides us a look at a 20-year-older, but still looking fine, pre-fried Anakin, and even gives us another Kenobi-Anakin duel. (laughs) Add to that a plot which furthers the storyline and gives us another bout of excellent rage, and what you have is a penultimate episode that is sure to delight. So, I mean, it answered the final question last episode. We finally got what we've been wanting for a long time. This whole series, pretty much, right? Sean is freaking happy. That's all. I, I don't know. know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna be a little bit of a bitch. Ooh, I well. loved the flashback. I feel like the flashback was necessary. I wish that it had been an episode two later flashback where we got to see them in action a little bit and not just training. However. I will take that flashback 100% of the time, and I'm not going to lie. I'm watching the episode, and the first, like, what is it, like, the first 30 seconds, and then they stop it and go to Vader. I'm like, wait, is that it? Is that all we get? But no, the fact that they filtered it in through the rest of the episode. Even I with that, that. I, felt, I felt let down by the, the flashback. I wanted more. I think, Sean, you're kind of saying that you want more a little bit. Um, I mean, it was good because it helps to kind of draw out this idea that Anakin had problems literally from the get-go and through the get-go. At the same time, though, that to me just wasn't enough of a what we want. You know, I don't know. What do you guys – were you happy with it? I was. I was. I'm going to go – yeah, I was because it shows they used it in this episode at a time where Obi-Wan had to actually be called back to a stage of them – you know, later in the episode when they had to kind of see each other with like, it's almost like playing cat and mouse a little bit. Um, so Obi-Wan kind of recalls like, okay, 
uh, Anakin, let's see if you've learned from your past. And obviously, you know. Well, how did Obi Wan not see? No. How did he not see that that Anakin was just like a shitty kind of person? Well, the other thing also is let's just be real. Anakin had Obi Wan during that little oh, flashback, yeah. right? Let's just be real. Like realistically, Anakin would have killed Obi Wan if he needed to. There. Yeah, overall. Yeah. Let's just put it this way. Anakin was actually distracted because he didn't even recognize or didn't even feel Obi-Wan's presence during when he actually walked in. We could tell it's like pre-Attack of the Clones. Still has his hand. Yeah. He does. And he was actually looking afar from uh, Coruscant, looking at that building, probably where like, you know, Padme Padme's was actually. Yeah. yeah. So you can tell that she was like waiting for her this whole time. So I, I really liked the flashback for a couple of reasons that I'm with Brandon. It didn't deliver everything I wanted. However, I'm not sure it could have delivered everything I wanted. I'll give you, you that. Know, unless yeah, unless, unless that. it was a unless it was a 25 hour season <laughs> on the Clone Wars, like <laughs> I wanted it to be three hours. So, Let's just yeah. real. I want a three yeah. hour episode. Is that flashback? Is that flashback? Is that like a pleasant memory for Anakin? Or was no, it for, or, uh, or was it for uh, Obi Wan? It was for Obi Wan. I think it was an Obi Wan flashback, and I think that that's kind of the episode that he dwelled on that he should have seen where Anakin was going. The fact that he killed Anakin supposedly in his mind at the end of Episode Three, I think, created in his mind a little peace. He, you know, he ended Anakin. His, his brother. It was a, it was a hard, you know, but he had the high ground, and he killed him, and he walked away, and it was over. And now he's looking back and going, not only did I not kill him, but I pissed him off something fierce, and now I'm too weak to fight him. And he's going throughout the galaxy and literally fucking shit up because I failed. So this is a whole new area era of failure for Obi Wan Kenobi. Not only did he fail in training him, but he failed to kill him, and now he's incapable of killing him. See, what I got out of that episode is that, and that's a great, actually, good point on that one, and Sean. I, that's definitely a good way to see it on that way. What I got is basically is the memory that was shared, that, that memory shared by both Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. Yeah. Where they, that moment right there, they were just using that as kind of like a, um, kind of like a, uh, in a way, like two opponents, you know, yeah. playing chess with each other and everything like that. And that's what the vibe I got from that part. Yeah, no, I, uh, so I'm thinking, and Sean, I'm kind of going off of what you were just saying. It's interesting if we kind of flash forward in our mind to, you know, episode four, and we see that, that Vader, Anakin never actually gets what he wants. He never gets that, that, that justice that he feels that he deserves because Obi-Wan gives up, right? He gives himself up. He, he sacrifices himself and dies and, to and the force, right? to the force, right? And so what I'm saying is, it's it's almost more justice on Obi-Wan's side because he never actually allows Vader the one thing in the world that he wants, which is that that revenge. And I think that that is so hardcore badass when you really kind of look at it. And we've talked about this before, but looking at, at Obi-Wan as a character in scope, right, from episode one all the way through to episode four, and this included, um, it's just bad. It, it helps to just flush it all out. It changed the if you look at the at this episode in particular, it changed the trajectory of of the way that Ben, old man Ben, Alec Guinness, Obi Wan interacted with Luke, because until this point, I think that Obi Wan would have told Luke about the goodness of his father and how he fell and how they fought and how he died, but how how he was a brother. They were, they were together. They were best friends. And 
the reemergence of Vader and the survival of Anakin, I think, caused Ben to go, you know what? No, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell him anything about his father because I don't want him to follow in the same foot. It's almost okay. And this is this is my criticism, not my criticism of the movies or general or anything of the Jedi is that they're like the Vulcans. They're so afraid of their emotions that that fear creates terrible horrible things luke was terribly afraid of of ben kenobi in the new trilogy and almost killed him and therefore he created the very villain that he was trying to stop uh, uh obi-wan let his fear of anakin basically rule the galaxy for 25 fucking years because he was so afraid of of facing his of mm-hmm. facing his demons. That's why you need to go the Osakano way. Just disappear. You're not just Jedi or well, yeah. This, I'm not a Jedi. I like that. And this is the bullshit about if you watch the Clone Wars, and I know you're going to watch Clown Wars there, Brandon, with uh, with Little Sawyer. I will this summer. But you also see an emotional Obi Wan, and where he almost gives up the Jedi to be with someone, and that to me means you know it's it's the same thing. Yoda was wrong in the way he had the teachings of the Jedi. I I believe that wholeheartedly. They let their lack of emotion drive them into the ground. They let their, their short sightedness drive them into the ground. And I think that even Yoda at the end realized that emotion was important, that it was more important than they give it credit for. Who said Qui-Gon Jinn actually had, there was a reason why he died. He died. And when he died, and no one knew how to take care of Anakin because he knew there was emotion. It's okay to have emotion as a Jedi. You can use that and you can train it. Everyone else in the Jedi didn't know how to do that. And, and Obi-Wan was too young. And uh, they were trying to hide it and like, you can't have emotion. You can't have emotion. Some Jedis have emotion. Look at Mace. That's why his lightsaber is probably uh, purple. Qui-Gon had emotion. There's some, but there's not enough people to know how to train it. And that's the fall of Anakin. No one knew how to actually show him the right path. And even if you look at someone like Dooku, who was uh, Obi-Wan or was Qui-Gon's mentor or, or, or Jedi master, he saw the folly of the Jedi and went away from it. He went the wrong way. He went to the Sith. But the reason he was driven to the Sith is because he was prohibited from expressing even disagreement with the Jedi council. And that's, I think a huge, huge problem. Brandon, I know you guys. Oh, no, 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 go, Jer, go, Brandon, go ahead, man. Okay, so I'm, I'm oh, just sorry, gonna, Jer. Sorry, sorry, no. sorry. I just want to riff off of, of Ed and just ask a blanket question and just say, do you guys think that Anakin, if Qui-Gon didn't die, if Obi-Wan wasn't so young, if he was more mature, if another Jedi kind of took him over under the way, do you think that Anakin could have been spared from turning to rage and anger and evil? Absolutely, because Qui Gon would have left the Jedi Order. You, he would have left. He was actually being like you know already questioned in, in Phantom Menace, you know the way how he is and how um, Yoda was always questioning his like his method, his method of how he, you know how he uses you know the Force and everything like that. I guarantee you they would actually just kind of left yeah. way and left the Jedi Temple and whatnot. There, there's so, there's a group of Jedi that have left, right? So yeah. we there's a handful of them and. You know they're not the bad guys, but they're not also not the good guys. I I don't. I, I to answer to your question, in my opinion, Brandon is no. I think that Anakin was destined to be the balance, and I think that what people underestimated was the Jedi were out of balance. They had lost yeah. 
they had lost their thread yeah. on society. They had lost their importance and they had to rebuild to bring balance back to the force. They had to get in touch with their roots and realize mm-hmm. uh, the difficulties of what they were going for. Even if you see, which I, I think Rain Johnson ruined Luke for, for a lot of our, you know, in, in the, in the last Jedi, but even Luke went out in search of a, like a, a Billy Graham style revival of the Jedi religion, getting back to the scrolls, getting back to the mm-hmm. meditation, getting back to the not political, but more of the roots. So Jeremiah, I know you had something. Yeah. Oh no, I was just going to talk about, since we're talking about Count yeah. Dooku and, and everything like later on this year, you're going to see a, a anime series called the tales of Jedi. And he actually shows a young, uh, 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 young Dooku actually being a Jedi Knight and everything. You're going to get a more of a backstory, Ooh. which is going to be really fucking cool. And it probably shows why he actually left the Jedi Order, which I can't wait to see that. Second thing, when I was watching this episode, and I got to give props to Hannah on this one, she just pretty much said, like, when you watch this episode, those two scenes between Obi-Wan and Anakin, like, it's almost like they have a deep connection with each other which is pretty amazing to watch that. Like, you know, they have an understanding of each other's moves. They know each other inside and out. And you're watching them, you know, going at it with each other, knowing what steps they're going to be taking each other, which is really fucking cool to see that. We didn't get to see that. And now we can see that this connection between Obi-Wan and Vader forever yeah. it, it puts everything like all the episodes that we've seen into a different you know context of what we they're know fixing, now. they know each other's moves they're yeah. fixing the relationship between obi-wan and anakin that should have been forged in episode two and three that wasn't quite there like, like i said there i said at the beginning of the season rogue one made it gave context to new hope this show yeah. gives context to Obi-Wan Anakin relationship. And what I think it, it's very powerful to see these two friends, brothers, constantly at, at fighting with each other, even after you know, 20, 10 years after they've fought. You know what I mean? Brandon, you yeah. got something. You're, yeah. you're stewing over there. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I, I am. I am. I kind of want to just talk about some of the, the rest of this episode, too, because. Um, I think this episode did a whole lot to set up where we're going in, in episode six. Uh, but I'm just going to start off with just kind of a, a stupid question. But honestly, I couldn't help but think it. Why Why on earth are the stormtroopers wearing the armor that they're, they're wearing? Because obviously it doesn't protect them from blasters. Tala lasted longer than any one of those stormtroopers. So anybody else have any thoughts on, on the power a of, uh, of a laser? It's a uniform for Empire. Well, yeah, but right, I, mean, I, right, they're, yeah, they're I guess on paper it looked good to get rid of the clones, you know. Uh, but maybe it was a percentage of money or something like that, you know. For well, it. you know, getting rid of the clothes has nothing mean, like, to do with the costumes. The I miss the droids. I miss the droids. <laughs> can we can we talk about Vader with? I, I mean, I'm jumping way ahead, yeah, here, yeah. But just the like Vader, like how he was able to read. Uh, is it Riva? Reva? The, the yeah, yeah, Reva, like, yeah Reva. At first, I thought. Yeah, I, I liked how I liked how Obi Wan was able to like figure her out a little bit, and like you saw like a bat side of her story, which made her like, oh, this whole time she's just trying to get close to Vader. Um, I feel like she it confirmed yes, what we knew yes, or yes, thought. But you know. I do like how Vader wasn't dumb; like he was, he also knew this whole time, and he the whole time I was hoping the Grand Inquisitor wasn't dead. He wasn't, and everything was a, a ploy just for her to to help out a little bit and to see you know to oh, get her to man. show her true colors. Right? Do we like that? Well, no, but we're talking about the, the Anakin and the Obi-Wan or the Vader and the Obi-Wan lightsaber battles. But honestly, I thought the most badass battle that we had was Reva and, and Darth Vader. The way that he literally beat the shit out of her. 
without touching the greatness. I mean, just literally, just Bruce Lee. This, that boom, this it was. Oh, it was. It was. I'm going to tell you Lee. something about this, dude. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. I just I thought that, that was literally like one of my like, favorite seriously, things. Seriously, it was almost like a disrespect to Riva that I'm not going to yeah. even draw my lightsaber out to you yeah. because you're not worthy enough. And that was so fucking hardcore. And to use her lightsaber against yeah. her was even 10 times hardcore. Vader, you just saw a true different color of Vader, yeah. and it was ruthless. Well, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, but this was the big reveal of this episode. There were two big reveals, right? So the story of Reva came to a first conclusion when Obi-Wan figured out that she was actually a youngling trying to get away from Anakin, something we postulated on this podcast a couple of episodes ago, uh, you know, came true. I didn't care for the revelation. I'm like, man, it was a little forced. It was a little fast. Okay. You know, Reva, you think you can defeat uh, Obi-Wan or you think you can defeat Vader, but then to have the second revelation that not only did, was she the youngling? Not only was she trying to draw Vader out, but Vader knew the whole fucking time. And Vader was just like, mm, yeah, mm -hmm. here's the Grand Inquisitor. You are done. I'm going to fucking defeat you with one hand, literally one hand with your own lightsaber. And yeah, <laughs> and just use the force in some like <laughs> Mr. Smith <Stole>. Matrix. <laughs> so it was like is, Kung Fu, dude. It was question. Did Obi-Wan knew Vader most likely knew this and just used her as a hey sorry like you're my scapegoat to get the fuck out of here or was was Obi-Wan no. like hey you and I could defeat Vader like I I feel like Obi-Wan knew Vader knew I think part I two I feel like Obi-Wan he knew Vader yeah. knew like I want I don't want to say he like he he he, um, he set up Reva as a trap I almost feel that way I, I I don't think so I don't think so you can actually see when he learns his lesson in flashback you know, regarding to like, you know, always trying to go above and beyond and actually get, you know, victory and whatnot. You see how he was able to learn that lesson from Obi-Wan and that last scene with Reva always kind of being a step ahead of it and everything like that. Like he was going to flashback, but you also saw all that him actually learning from that part, even though that he also failed at the same time. I agree with that, but I will, I'll take it a mm -hmm. step further and say Obi-Wan used Reva because Obi-Wan knew he couldn't beat Vader. And he went, you know what? I'm going to lose. I, I'm, if I face him, I'm yes. going to lose. Yes, that's what I said. Yes. Reva to the dogs. I'm going to get out of here, but I'm going to trick Vader with my second uh, ship idea, which, by the way, we've now had three. Vader could have pulled that other one back. Mm, no, we've dude. now had three used, Jedi. He's all his power, dude. <laughs> like, we've had three Jedi do that, by the way. Yeah, that's true. And. Uh, we've had Ray do it in, uh, I guess it was uh, Rise of Skywalker. Then you had episode three. Ahsoka, yeah, Ahsoka do it in the cart in the uh, Clone Wars, and that or Rebels, one of the two, and that was fucking incredible. This one, Vader just holding his hand out, not even struggling, and just being like, "Boom, get on the ground," and then ripping the ship apart Rip with his apart. fucking little Badass. finger. I'm like, no wonder he could. Ass. Yeah, no wonder what he could kill people with like a thought. Like, <laughs> dude, I, didn't chills. Did that not give dude, I like, literally oh screamed. God. I was like, he, oh like, shit! 
<laughs> I, did anyone root for Vader a little bit? It's like, yeah, Vader, fuck him up, Vader, fuck him up. <laughs> Sorry, my list. <laughs> I was like rooting for Vader. It's like, get Obi-Wan, Vader, get him. Well, and, get and, that this asshole. Is the, this is the problem I said. It's like, if you yeah. don't let me root for someone, I'm going to start rooting for Vader again. And that's not good. Because <laughs> all I want to see is Vader. Give me Vader. Give me Vader. <laughs> I'm just gonna be out uh, in the limb right here, but I actually thought I lo- I really enjoyed the uh, 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 Riva and Obi Wan scene there. I actually thought that was really nice. I thought that was actually one of her best scenes in the series, and I thought, fuck, I cool, you know. I wish that it could have been more of that scene right there because I thought that was like a um, kind of like you see fear and revenge and and, and vengeance at the same time, and I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I I will say that I feel a little cheated with the Order sixty six uh, flashback episode or uh, flashback parts where where vader where young anakin is killing the younglings and going through the castle i want to see a little bit more of that um i want to see (laughs) i guess i i guess i want to see like other characters no 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 i want to see other characters i want to see the jedi opposing him i want to see like that would have been a great place to see young anakin because i think hayden christensen still still got it he's still got the lightsaber it's been you know, twenty years. He's like, fuck it. I, I thought he was fucking here. great. I thought he was great. better than he's I ever agree. been. I agree. I agree. Which other Jedi did Vader and young Anakin kill besides a bunch of little kids? Like, I mean, yeah. Right? I mean, so and, and, it makes, yeah. Makes you think like he's walking through the temple. Who else did he fuck up? You know, you, it's you like, see where did the Jedi go? Why are they defending <laughs> the children? <laughs> we, we see the we see these uh, video games of like, oh, like. Uh, other Jedi trainers who are training the kids. Well, we could have seen something of like Vader killing older Jedi. That would be right. kind of cool to see. Besides, I don't want to see him killing more kids. Well, I want to see him killing other well, it, Jedi. You're supposed like, to very, see that. You're, post, you're yeah. supposed to see that. Yeah. I mean, that's how like, that's how evil and, he and, is. And, Yes, well, your little Riva though, how strong is she though, bro? Like she survived two <laughs> lightsabers. I know. Like that's the only thing about this. I'm just like, come on, like cut off her arm at least, Vader. Like do something else. Like dude. it just made. That's the only part about this episode. That was She's like, got a lot of anger, dude. Lightsabers, bro. No, no. So Fail. I think I think that the the whole purpose the whole purpose of the Order sixty six scene, um, and we, we you know the episode you know the season started with that shot. Uh, is just to just to bring Reva in, like oh, literally. Sure. That's the only purpose. It is. It's a but, completely functional scene, um, because honestly, I don't think that they. Okay, so if they go explore a bunch of different Jedi's, and all of a sudden it takes the focus off of Obi Wan, and it takes the focus off of Darth Vader, because then all of a sudden we're looking at all these different Jedi. Um, I think I, I think for a storytelling, it's it makes sense. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you because. Uh, uh, Kanan. So at the beginning of Bubba Fett, which I know you did not like the whole series, but the opening scene of Bubba Fett, the book of Bubba Fett, mm-hmm. is Kanan Jarrus's Jedi defending him and getting killed and leaving. Maybe not the first episode, episode, but one of the opening shots. Huh? Is that Bad Batch? Oh, it was Bad Batch, wasn't it? Fuck, I'm sorry. It was Bad Batch. I'm sorry. But the opening sequence of Bad Batch is. Uh, like one Jedi who you you did kind of knew but didn't know getting killed by Order sixty six but actually sacrificing herself for Kanan Jarrus who was the principal character in Rebels, um, the another cartoon show that was fantastic but like that type of thing that type of tie in is what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for like 50 Jedi. I'm looking mm. to start a spark of another show or another this or another that. Uh, quite frankly. Yeah. 
it just it felt like if, first of all it felt like nobody was defending the younglings and that bothered me a, a little bit it really did no the, what's really cool about the whole thing in this first episode is that you see um anakin and and obi-wan in their duel and it's the same place where episode one where the spot is at where you see the younglings actually coming in so it's kind of weird that that there's all this light here and you see these two people here and like seriously like five years later it's the most horror show in the same spot you know it's kind of like foreshadowing in a lot of ways which i thought it was pretty cool and sad i mean it's not cool but it's sad yeah so can we talk about how and i know sean you were mentioning that it's kind of a joke but tala's death to me was like literally that was a that was a fist in the air go get her god damn it i love her character i mean granted she got shot in the stomach she should have been dead two <laughs> hours ago but damn it when she tells them to run and then she she blows herself up. My God, I was I was on her and, side. And don't get me wrong. I thought the death scene was very good. I, I said I think last episode we needed an emotional death scene. We got it this week. Um, my criticism was not mm-hmm. her death or the lack of emotion involved in it. It was simply the length of time it took her to die. And the fact that she like oh, reached up toward time. that droid that doesn't say anything. That is like It's like you're trying to pull on the heartstrings of Rogue One and you're not doing it. Because that little asteroid oh, in rogue one oh, was mine so was <laughs> i'm just saying when she looked back in obi-wan and said for the only time you first you hear this in the ep- in the season may the force be with you that got me i'm like oh shit Fuck, oh. i'm done that's it yep 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 it was good it was good i i loved it i loved her i'm sad that we won't have her for another episode well and we only have one left so it's okay <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, just a random true. question. What do it's you guys true. think? Also, can we talk about how long it took? No, yeah. go ahead, Brian. I'll finish my sentence question afterwards. Sure, go. Okay. Okay, I was just gonna say how long how long did it have to take Leia to find the fucking red wire <laughs> breaker box? Remember, she's Jesus. ten years old. <laughs> I mean we could have found something a little bit off. Yeah, I don't know. Give man. Her some, <laughs> that one took that one pissed yeah, me yeah, off. Give her some credit, man. That pissed me off. No, that pissed give me her- off too. And why would you send her up there? Why would you really send her up there? Like, come on. To create tension, Eddie. There's other small people. I mean, I, I guess, like, Obi-Wan has to go, like, yo, out of all this people. whole this, like, new, new rebel thing that's happening, I trust Leia the most. Cool In all fairness, I, I, Sorry. Yeah, no, O'Shea Jackson. So I think the reason that they sent um, Leia up there is to start her thinking like a rebel, to start her actually participating in doing things. And I know that might sound stupid, but I really do think that she needed to, she needed to play a part in this. She, I know it was, it was ridiculous to have her looking for, you know, a red wire, but she got it done and it took a long time, but she got that shit done and she became, but she became instrumental to the rebellion. This, she is the rebellion. When we get to episode four, she, you know, a new hope. She is Mm -hmm. a new hope. So we have to give her something to do. I mean, we have to. I actually like this, that whole battle too, because it was kind of like the first spark of like the rebellion. When you think about it, it's like, Oh, here it is. And I love how, like, I love how, uh, Kenobi is in the middle of it, you know, and he's just like using his lightsaber. I thought that was really dope, dude. I was digging the shit. I was like, I was, I was, yeah. this whole episode, I was like, oh, I was, I'm loving this shit. I'm loving this shit. I'm loving this shit. I was really happy with this fucking episode. I'm not going to get my score anytime soon, but it was fucking great. Double, double, double lightsaber Vader, double lightsaber Vader. Anyone liked it? Anyone thought about Count Dooku's death? I thought he, Anyone I thought he was going to be head. I thought he was going to be header. I, I thought that was going to happen. Behead, behead Reva. But, uh, 
right? A little well, bit. No, okay, now so we've have, got, have him, we've got Luke like, out there. Have him say something. Have him say something like, I've done this before. Just something cool to have been like, oh. Missing your hands. You got to remember this. <laughs> yes. This is how fucking Vader, how hardcore he is and how ruthless he is. He doesn't behead her. He stabs her and he looks at her and he, you know, he uses his lightsaber as she's kneeling from him. You know what I'm saying? That's how ruthless it is. And you see like her look, like the child inside her, man, just like so fearful. Like she sees Anakin killing her again or something like that. Uh, that was pretty fucking hardcore when you mm. think about it. Vader is a I badass, feel, I feel like evil I'm, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, and you know it is reestablishing. Yeah. It is reestablishing Vader as like you know if you look back on the lists and you know before nineteen, let's say ninety nine, all of the people thought Vader was one of the best villains of all time. Like he was number two, number three, number four, whatever. And then of course they redeemed him by you know giving letting him kill kill the emperor and then showing him as a child and blah blah blah. But this is putting him back on that list, no doubt, as a ruthless villain. Oh, he's fucking, yes, hardcore. And, and to your point, uh, Brandon, you said early in the episode, how did Obi-Wan not know? I mean, Anakin killed all of the the sand people that took his mother. Literally, he killed the children. He went fucking crazy on them. So uh, it's hard for me to think that An- that, that Obi-Wan didn't know didn't know what he was going to become and that duel he actually kind of had an idea after that duel yeah. he's like oh fuck yo I, i'm kind of fucking up on this one right now <clears throat> so let's so, speculate about the yeah. last episode sorry jeremy you have something else no that's exactly what i want to talk about i want to talk about what you guys think for the last episode what's going to happen just guys give your like your summary about it i want to hear you guys i'll go i'll go I think we're obviously moving away from Leia. We got to move into Luke. I think it's going to establish Obi-Wan and, and his next eight, nine years of his life and kind of the, the hermit that we know him as in, in episode four. Um, I think that honestly, I think episode or the sixth episode of Obi-Wan is going to be anticlimactic, but in a good way because it's just going to be literally building up to where we, where we meet them in tattooing. Eddie, Eddie, what do you think? I think, Episode six is going to show you a little bit more of Luke, and it's going to show you Riva is going to try and kill. Uh, he's Riva's going to go back to Tatooine because she has she 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 was able to understand like the whole of like it, she's smart she is smart so she was able to understand the whole like oh uh, Obi Wan needed something so she should try to use it as leverage she wants to get back at Vader so she wants to kill possibly whatever. Uh, Obi-Wan, she said, connect the dots. And I feel like, I don't know if she's going to survive or she's going to something that happened. So there's supposed to be a show of her, but overall, I, I don't know if the spinoff's going to be her, but she's going to go looking for Luke and Obi-Wan's going to have to kind of like defend Luke. Sorry if I'm staticky. Yeah, yeah, it's hardcore, man. You are. So um, I think, uh, I think Eddie's partially right. I think you're going to not have an anticlimactic last episode. I think you're going to have a huge climax with Obi-Wan fighting Reva. But I also think you're going to see two things. Number one is you're going to see Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, and I think it's going to be at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And number two is I think they're going to leave you on a cliffhanger and they're going to announce season two. I think they're going to leave you on this like massive edge of your seat. Fuck you. And then they're just going to go, no, nope, sorry. Season two's coming. <laughs> I don't think it. I don't think they're going to do it. I think it's going to be a one no, and done. They, they announced that they're going to go with season two. Actually, there was supposed to be a limited series, but because of how successful it is and how it's been, 
they're going to be going for like another season. Don't know how mm-hmm. long it's going to last, but what I think is going to happen on episode six is that you're going to have actually a final confrontation between Obi-Wan and Vader, and it's going to be a badass lightsaber duel fight. And there's another thing here too. There's a, remember in a new hope where he goes, when he meets Obi-Wan the last time and he says, the circle is now complete. When I left you, I was nothing but the learner, but now I am the master. Obi-Wan's going to do something for him to say that shit from the new hope. And I think he's going to get one on, on him or something like that. Do you think it's going to be on Tatooine though? I think it's going to be on a, a ship probably going to Tatooine. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to do something. The ship's going to go down in Tatooine. But who's to say? But I think there's going to be a badass complica- uh, confrontation there. You, you also have one extra little piece in here that we might not be considering, which is Ahsoka Tano. She is here. She's in the and, time frame. And her show's next. So uh, I'm just I, I'm just throwing it out there is that she could she I could see her having a fucking duel with Vader with Kenobi and the two of them could do something. The two of them could do something. They couldn't maybe not kill him, but they could get close. But do you think so? Because in the Star Wars Rebels, Ahsoka Tano actually faces Vader for the first time, right? Am I missing that one? And that's when she yeah, finds so, out that Skywalker. No, but this would be after this would be after that happened. This would be oh, after is, right. Okay. So this, gotcha. So her show is about following and finding Ezra Bridger. So it's after the events of Rebels. So this is the start of the. Okay, yeah, I don't know if I'm. Yeah. No, no, it would be it would be after the events of Rebels for sure. Okay. So that's after she met him for the first guy. First time. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I could also see a situation where both collectively they leave him, you know, armless without a without a a lightsaber and they can't kill him because they still love him. Like they still see good in him. Or that Ahsoka sees in the future, I could see her seeing him killing the emperor or doing something like that where I could see her going, "No." Like I could see that. I could just see that fucking scene. I want Vader's helmet off, and I want Anna, I want Hayden Christensen's face fighting yeah. Obi Wan. That would be the fucking greatest way yes, to fucking yes, have that Disney right. guys fight again. Yeah. Ah. Anyway, I, I I say we we leave it up to speculation. We have what two more days, and uh, <laughs> two more days that we get to see it. <laughs> um, does anyone have anything else? Oh, we're gonna get Qui Gon. Oh, fuck! I yeah. will bet my life on it. Really? More? That'd be cool. Wow. Oh, that would be cool. Qui-Gon? I want to see Oshoko. Is it Oshoku and Obi-Wan? Ahsoka. 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 I want them to see a battle, but I want to see Vader's helmet get, like, sliced. But that's it. Uh, but I also want to see, like, a storm of stormtroopers just, like, overpower. Just something where, like, they almost had Vader. And then, like, Vader almost didn't retreat. But then, like, something happened where... They had a retreat, the Obi-Wan, Kenobi, and Oshoku. I want Obi-Wan, the Kenobi, also to have a decision that he has to think, do I kill Vader now or do I have to protect Luke and Leia? And his whole thing is he has to protect Luke and Leia. So I think he's somewhere around in this last episode, he's going to have to think, I have a decision to make, and it's I can't kill Vader. I have to protect Luke and Leia. That's good going right there, bro. I like that. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely got to be a little confrontation at the end. There's got to be a confrontation between... Uh, Obi Wan and Vader, either telepathically or in in real life. I, the question, though, that Brandon didn't—I don't think he heard—was was there going to be another um, flashback? And if there's a flashback, here's what I hope for a oh, flashback. Sorry, yeah. no, you're fine. Uh, if if there's a flashback, maybe that's where you put Ahsoka in. 
maybe that's where you bring because I think you have to link the next series coming out, which is I think pretty sure is Ahsoka. Is that how right? great! How great would it be if it's uh, um, hating Christian as Anakin Skywalker and right, Ahsoka, and, and she calls him Sky Guy? Like, I mean, that would be she's because <laughs> he's supposed to be in Ahsoka Tano, actually. So that's pretty. See, and I, I'm hoping for flashbacks. I'm hoping for some flashbacks. I believe. I believe in my, flashbacks. My 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 answer to that is yes. We we put it this way: we had damn well better get a better flashback than we got in Episode Five, which was good, but it was not what I wanted. I want fucking meat i don't want vegetables mm. i like pork <laughs> where's the that, chicken i do like pork yeah and that brings us to the inner review now it's time in the podcast <laughs> where each of the hosts provides a score on the following scale eddie can you provide the following scale please zero the perfect movie you don't need shit to enjoy it uh one or filled your uh zero the perfect show you don't need shit to enjoy it one or filled your first chop till uh yeah, one of the good first shot deal. Two, a happy buzz. Three, an Uber lifting home. Four, a rough, rough morning watch of shame. Or five, blackout, shit face, spring break, drunk. Gentlemen, let's start with myself. Since my phone's dying. <laughs> this has been really bad signal tonight. <laughs> Jesus. I also think this has been the second, second best episode of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Um, you got a lot of action pack. This was just filled with what people wanted to see with Vader and Obi-Wan uh, with like the whole hunt for Obi-Wan. Like Vader has is hunting Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is what we want. And then we get Leia pretty much. Uh, she's she's learning at a really early age. Luke's a city on his ass. But Le- Leia is actually doing the hard work right now. So you, you like to see and you, you, start, you start to see like all the effort that everyone has puts into the rebellion, which I love. You get to see, like Jeremiah said, this is like the first battle you get at the one of the scenes. And you, you see stormtroopers, you see some of these cool, uh, like, uh, leaders, and it's just, it's just a whole bunch of inquisitors. And then I love, I love the twist at the end, and you get to see Vader pretty much defeat the inquisitor and, like, rub her dirt in the face and just say, get the fuck away from me, like, you're a piece of shit. Um, and I just love every part uh, of this show. I <laughs> wish, though, yeah, I wish, though, like, Vader would have, like, cut off the arm of uh, the inquisitor, the pretend grand inquisitor, uh, to something to, <laughs> yeah, re Riva. Like, just do something to cause more pain. Because now I like how she's alive and she's going to, like, try to, like, uh, figure out what Obi-Wan Kenobi's hiding with those another the kids are alive and we can't have Vader find out pretty much. Um I, I, I do think this episode is above a lot of the rest of the season. Uh it's right next to episode three in my personal opinion. Um so I'm gonna give this a point five. Uh, I'm gonna give this a half a shot. Ooh. Very nice. It's really, really close to a Brandon. Uh, go ahead. Okay, Brandon, go really ahead. Close to a zero, Ed. Wait, a point five once again is not a half a yeah, shot. That's so. just a, a shot. shot. I said a shot. Okay, okay. Just making sure. I, I, making I, I fucking say, sure. I, I, he he said, said a half a shot. Sure. <laughs> Brandon, go ahead. Every time now. So, so listen. I know that we all with Star Wars love to rank all the episodes and all the episodes of the movies. And uh, I, I agree with Eddie, but at the same time, I'm like, man, this, this one is like nose to nose. Uh, and I think honestly, it has more substance than episode three that we got of Obi-Wan. I think this might be the best Obi-Wan episode because it gave us everything. 
Um, it gave us uh, that flashback. It gave us finally an emotional reaction that we can have to one of the characters. It gives us the, the rebellion. It gives Leia a chance to look for fucking 25 minutes for a fucking one red cord. It gives us all of this stuff that I've been wanting and I've been waiting to see. And I honestly, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this episode more than I enjoyed any of the other four. Um, and I'm really looking forward to six, whether there's a whole season two or this is what we got. And we just have to wait until episode four, new hope, um, <laughs> to get the reuniting of, of Obi-Wan and Leia. I don't care because this episode made this, this season yes. for me. Um, and so without further ado, I'm going to give this, um, I can't remember what I gave episode three of Obi-Wan, but I'm just going to say that this one was where it's at. I I'm going to go and agree with Eddie. Uh, I'm going to give a, 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 sh- a shot. I'm going to give a 0.5. Um, and I really, really enjoyed this. I'm looking forward to six. So, um, Jer, let's go with you. All right, guys. Um, uh, I agree with both of you guys. This episode, the reason why I love it so much, it's the flashbacks, I love how they were intertwined with the episode and you saw not just one, but just two opponents, just imagine each other with like just this chess game, something that I've been wanting to see for a long time. And I got to see that. I got to see Obi-Wan in Anakin that moment before everything changes and whatnot. That was so beautiful. I know some of us were saying like they wanted more. I don't know what else you could have received because that was really fucking great. I'm just saying, man, it was really great. You saw the vent, you saw the anger from Vader, uh, from Anakin. You saw the, you know, we always want more. Yeah, but you, there's like this lesson that we actually learn, and it actually tied with the episode, which I love, and I love that there's this connection between Obi Wan and and Anakin forever, no matter what they're going to be going, and you're going to see that for upcoming episodes and maybe next season or something like that if there is another season. I like that this is the start of the new rebellion that you see here in this episode. I love that that you see Vader, pretty much making him the worst villain of all time he is fucking ruthless everything in this episode is everything i wanted in a fucking star wars episode um to me this this is this is a perfect episode i don't know what else you could have wanted because all the actors were fucking great it was beyond every anything that i ever wanted and there was just jaw dropping moments it was like oh my god oh my god this episode had all of it so this is a zero for me, guys. Hands down. Wow. Zero. Good for you, I'm, man. I'm gonna, uh, you went someplace I wanted to go, but I didn't. I'm going to give a couple of corrections um, because I, I just looked at the, the data here. Ahsoka is not the next show. It's saying 2027. I'm going to call bullshit because it's in production. So I'm going to call bullshit on that. 2023. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, so it can't be 2027. But I, the next uh, season, the next show looks to be Andor. I think that is the next absolutely coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, secondarily, Obi-Wan mm-hmm. has not been uh, approved for a second season. There has been a lot of conversation about a second season based on the, like Jeremy said, based on the, um, the success and the viewership for Disney Plus and all this stuff, but there is no as of now uh, season Darth two. Maul. Darth, Darth Maul, he um, fights Darth Maul. Yeah, I could also see them feathering in Obi Wan into other shows, just just you know, realistically, um, because we shown that the Mandalorian, Boba Fett, you know, they'll do that, they'll do that, especially to save a dying show. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, Back to this episode. Um, I agree with kind of all of you. Um, I think it's this was the one that gave you the 
ah, it gave you that like wonderful feeling inside. I got my flashback. I got to see a young Hayden Christensen and all the bitching I did about not being able to see his face. And it's a ways to bring him back just to hide him behind the Vader outfit. That was all disappeared with uh, what I will say a great flashback, but like Brandon said, I would have liked more, but is it possible for me to get what I really want? I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. So, um, I really, I really did enjoy this episode. I'm going to, I'm going to go with a 0.5, just like Eddie and Brandon. I think that this tops, tops the, the list of episodes that we've seen, um, not only just in quality, but just in moments, moments that we can really love, uh, and appreciate. So, uh, Eddie, when you take those four scores and you divide by four, what does, uh, the, uh, this given average rating, uh, mm-hmm. for episode five, for? Uh, episode five gives us a 0.375.7.375.375. And Jeremiah, why don't you go through before this, uh, sixth episode? Why don't you go through and tell us where all the episodes rank and give us an idea? Oh, I can't do that, actually, to be quite honest. But I just know that this is actually number one. And number three, I believe, is number two, actually. <laughs> you don't have You're the gonna list get... in front of you? I don't have the list in front of me. But what I do know is this. I this is the number one episode. <laughs> 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 so this is the number one episode. Well, we'll definitely need... <laughs> Someone else has to be the Grand Inquisitor. We'll, we'll, we'll need that list for <laughs> yeah, next we week. We definitely will need that list for next week. <laughs> Who has that list? Where is that list? <laughs> Uh, I will actually get the list for next episode. But don't worry, listeners. This is the number one episode. I guarantee it. Do, <laughs> do you have any call-outs for any friends? Anyone listening that wanted to call out? Uh, well, we, we continue to crush it. I will say we were 34th in uh, United Arab Emirates with uh, our last episode of the Obi-Wan Thank Podcast. you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have friends I want to call out. I want to call out my friends who are listening. By all means. Nathan, Dehan, and Andy. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Nate, Dion, Andy, yeah. you guys rock. Thank you, Dehan. Hey. Thank yeah, you, that's Nate. what I said, Dehan. Yeah. And Eddie. Thanks, Andy. There we go. And Eddie. All right. If you enjoyed our review or fan of the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe wherever you're listening and give us a five star review on iTunes. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at the dot gentleman podcast. The dot means a lot. You can visit our website at the gentleman podcast.com. Uh, or if you want to reach out to us by email, you can do so at hosts with an S H O S T S at the gentleman podcast.com. We thank you so much for listening and we look forward to seeing you next week for the final final episode, episode. of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And uh, Jeremiah, do you want to tease a little bit of what we got coming up? The gentleman for the rest of the year, we kind of made some decisions on that. Yes, we have a, we're going to actually hold off our season four. Um, but what we're going to do is actually do a lot of cool new things. A couple, more like a lot of movies from the theaters. We're going to be doing a lot of TV series. We're going to be doing, I believe, the upcoming Lord of the Rings series that's going to be happening later on this year. September, yeah. Hell yeah. We are also going to kick off not just Volume 1, but Volume 2 of Stranger Things. So you know what? Um, This is going to be a fun summer, and it's going to be fucking dope. So yeah, we're going to hold off Season 4, but we're going to give you some cool new things and participate. Enjoy. Share us. Be with us. Season 4 is coming. Season 4 will be coming. But this is just uh, us just uh, give you a little, uh, little appetizer like the, new, shit. like the new Jon Snow show, episode four is coming. Oh, shit. I can't believe that guy. I can't believe the release. I can't believe that's going to happen. Maybe they're trying to get their shit together. I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe he should have been. Oh, wait. Hold on. Never mind. Some of us have not seen the series. 
<laughs> Dude, I'm stuck on season four. <laughs> Just go to season five. It's, it's actually fucking great. All right, all right. Um, thank you guys right. and uh, cheers. That was one of our best episodes. I agree, and uh, yeah, we'll see you in, uh, next week. Brian Cox uh, cinematographically and point break. Okay, Brian Cox says, <laughs> "May the force be with you, always, <laughs> and with you, and with you." <laughs>